0: Interesting people, incredible stories. This is Talk All Things with JP. And welcome to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. And today's guest, I'm very excited to have on the show. Sarah Patterson has established herself as one of Melbourne's most recognizable newsreaders. For three years, she was the news presenter for Eddie McGuire's Hot Breakfast Show on Triple M and has been heard on a host of stations including Fox, Smooth, Gold, Nova and SEN. She also hosts the popular Food Bites podcast and can be heard afternoon and evenings on Air News. And welcome to Talk All Things, (gasps) Sarah. Thanks, J.P. so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. No worries. uh, I'm very excited to have you on the show. Oh, well, I'm excited to be here. That's good. So, Sarah, normally we would hop into the famous Talk All Things Time Machine at the end of the show. But today, we're, we're going into it right now, and we're going to all the way back where it started for you. What day am I putting into the time machine?
1: Well, JP, that would be 1990, I would say. So what's that? 23 years ago. And we would be going to Wangaratta in northeast Victoria. So my first job in commercial radio was at a country station called 3NE in Wangaratta. And that was after I had spent a few years at a community station called 3MFM. It's recently changed its name to South Coast FM, and that's down on the Beautiful um, south coast of Victoria at, uh, at Inverloch.
0: Mm. Everybody knows your voice on radio. What was it like working with Eddie and on the breakfast show?
1: Oh, that was one of the best times of my life, uh, JP. I, I um, never thought I would be able to sit here and say one day that, oh, yes, I read the news for um, Eddie Maguire's breakfast show on Triple M in Melbourne. Still you know, spins me out a bit when I, uh, when I think about it. Look, I, I loved it, JP. Eddie Maguire, uh, he is a hard taskmaster, that's for sure. Mm. He demands that you, um, have to be professional at all times and know your stuff and do your homework. So I, I was probably a little bit intimidated at first, but I, over time, JP, I, I came to realize that, um, you know, Eddie is just human like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> He's grumpy in the mornings getting up to do the breakfast shift. But I must say, I was always very impressed that uh, Eddie went to um, great trouble with his appearance. He always rocked up for his uh, radio shift wearing um, a suit <laughs> and tie, which is which is more effort than I put into my own appearance. You know, I was lucky if I dragged on a pair of tracky dacks and a, um, you know, a dirty T-shirt. <laughs> but uh, it was one of the best times of my life. And
0: Sarah, uh, while working uh, on The Breakfast Show and, uh with Eddie Maguire, uh, is there any uh, funny stories that you remember?
1: Oh, uh, gee, most of the funny stuff I think um, took place in the kitchen, JP, off the top of my head. We used to have um, experiments in the kitchen as to what different things we could make for breakfast because... Our minds on the breakfast shift always revolved around two things, coffee and food, and when could we eat next? And um, I remember at one stage, we um, we got the sandwich press machine in the kitchen, and we decided it would be a good thing to do. It was actually on Pancake Tuesday to make pancakes on the sandwich maker in the kitchen at Triple M. Uh, didn't go very well but they tasted all right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> probably one of the standout memories. Trust me, it always has to revolve around food. Um, And uh,
0: Sarah, what other radio stations did you work on?
1: So, JP, I think I've worked on just about every other station in Melbourne. Probably the only one I haven't worked on would be 3AW, but I have been on Fox FM, uh, Smooth FM, Nova, KISS. Gold one hundred four point three sen, and also RSN racing and sport. So I've done the I've done the complete set. You might say.
0: Love hearing about that. And uh, is there one news story that stands out?
1: Yes, that would be, and I think many journalists would probably say the same thing. Uh, the September eleven attacks. For me, um, I remember that day so well. It was the days before. Um, you know, we had mobile phones. Uh, I had an answering machine at home and I remember it going off at, oh, in the early hours of the morning, I was still fast asleep and I, I just remember being called into the newsroom immediately. And, oh my goodness, it, I, I think over the course of several days, we just, we didn't, we barely slept, we barely ate. We were just churning out bulletin after bulletin and it was so exhausting. And around that same time, JP, I also remember that, Ansett Airlines um, went bust. So it was just one of those massive uh, times for news where you just um, don't know which way is up. And I just remember after that time how exhausted, I've never been so exhausted in, uh, in my life that it was, it look, it was just an unforgettable uh, time to be part of a newsroom.
0: And uh, you've uh, also worked uh, on TV. What was that experience like?
1: Yeah, that was, that was very different. I'm, I wanted to give it a try, JP, because I just wanted to see what all the fuss was about and see whether I liked it. And I found out I didn't really like it as as much as I thought I would. I, it's so much about um, the visual side of things and about <laughs> how you look. And I also found it a bit boring because there's a lot of waiting around involved with uh, with television when you're out on the road covering a story, um Whereas opposed to, to radio, it's it's immediate, and um, you know you're you're just on the go the whole time. I just got very bored with the the waiting around with um with TV. I remember I was at um, Bendigo uh, at Win TV, so a regional station. One day we covered a story on uh, sheep, uh, and I think it was to do with fly strikes from memory. So the cameraman had to drive around on the outskirts of Bendigo and. Find all these uh, these sheep that had dirty backsides basically, and get to, <laughs> get vision of them. I remember sitting in the back of the the news station wagon, thinking, Ah, oh, I've really made it! I've really made it. We're uh, we're travelling around, we're filming sheep, Well sheep backsides to be, you know, to be exact. And I thought, Yep, I've made it. <laughs> oh, so, fun times!
0: How did news come about?
1: Well. Long before the whole working from home concept became um, popular and long before COVID, uh, Air News was doing the work from home thing long before it became the, um, the norm. So, Air News uh, had uh, journalists working from their own home studios and for a long time I had wanted to um have the flexibility of of just being able to work from home. The idea really appealed to me. So I actually put my hand up. I got in touch with um with Air News and uh and offered my services just um you know on a part-time basis and uh they were happy to have me on on board and as um as the years went on I uh, I gradually started doing more and more and uh for Air News and I basically tailed off. I was working as a casual um, at Gold 104 and I v- eventually um, finished doing that in favour of doing uh, Air News. So that's how it all started. I, I basically put myself up for it.
0: <laughs> now, like me, you are a podcaster. Tell us about yeah. Food Bites.
1: Oh, I love food bites because, as you can tell, I love talking about food. But, oh, look, many years ago, JP, it started as a newspaper column in Star Newspapers in western suburban Melbourne. And I used to send um, questionnaires to local business people or celebrities or sports people asking them, you know, their favourite food, their favourite drink, their signature dish. If they're having a dinner party, who they'd invite. Uh, and after a while, the newspaper decided to discontinue with the column. And someone, I think it was at Triple M at the time, suggested to him and said, why don't you turn Food Bites, the newspaper column, into a podcast? And at that stage, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Mm. <laughs> I've learned a lot since then. <laughs> and we uh, we did that, my husband, Kevin Hillier, and I and since then, I think we're, we're rocketing up towards three hundred episodes now, uh, JP, and wow. it's been it's been quite the success. We uh, we talk to different celebs or high profile people uh, every week, and we don't seem to have any um, any issues with uh, with getting a guest each week. They really seem to enjoy it because when they start talking about food, they inevitably uh, end up talking about all sorts of uh, other little things about their lives, and we we find out real really interesting stuff most times.
0: And uh who are some of the guests you've had on the show?
1: Well, the first guest we had was uh Stephen Quartermain from uh Channel 10 News, but we've had some some great guests. We've had um uh William McGuinness, the actor. Now, he he, w- he will always be remembered for the episode we did about. He's a very creative cook, JP. He he invented the Dim Sim pizza. So, you know, one night at home when there was nothing uh, to eat, he found a pizza base in the freezer and he found a packet of Dim Sims and he he threw the Dim Sims on the pizza base and he created the Dim Sim uh, pizza. We also had um, Chris Sebastian. So, he is the brother of Guy Sebastian, Mm. great singer and performer in his own right. He is next level as a cork. I was, I was intimidated by Chris Sebastian. Like, he. He is like um, Michelin star, Master Chef quality. I, I couldn't believe what a great cook he, he was.
0: Sarah, uh, I love hearing about uh, some of you guests that they can cook. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, can you cook in the kitchen? And uh, what's your
1: signature dish that you love to go to? Oh, I love being asked that question, JP, because no one asks me about my favorite, uh, my you know, favorite dishes to cook. I I'm mean, I'm, if I had to rate myself i probably give myself maybe a 7 out of 10 as a cook. I think I'm a capable cook. Um, I can do most things. I'm good at baking. Like I love baking cakes and slices, but the things I do best are um, comfort foods. So I do great things like lasagnas. Uh, I do a chicken and ricotta cannelloni that my husband Kevin absolutely loves. I do the best spag bowl in the world. And I do the best mac and cheese in the world with um with a crunchy topping. So it's not really challenging stuff, but it's really satisfying, you know, popular, basic, uh, basic food. The two things I can't do to this day, I can't poach eggs. I still can't, I cannot conquer them. And the other thing I can't and have never been able to conquer, even though people have tried to teach me over and over again is crackling on roast pork. I cannot nail the crackling. I end up with leather. Um, people tell me it's easy, but I still haven't been able to do it. In fact, JP, I was thinking of, of doing a, um, a roast pork dinner tonight and having another crack at it and just just see if I can nail this crackling business.
0: Yum, I love hearing about that. And uh someone <laughs> tells me that uh, you make a yummy lemon slice. Is that true? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that is true. I didn't mention that, did I I am no, I'm, I'm ex- well, i don't wanna I don't wanna boast, but I am very good at at lemon things and I do make a um I make a really good lemon slice I make a really good lemon cheesecake, and that's because I um put a lot of lemon zest in, so I grate a lot of the lemon rind in and it's really lemony and zesty because i think if you're going to make something lemony mm. jp mm. it has to be lemony you know mm. you just have to jump up and, and 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 whack people with the lemony taste so um sometimes i overdo it but <laughs> yeah i've been told my lemon spice is very good
0: <laughs> i love hearing about that now we're back in the time machine and if, oh. it, if you could go into the future or into the past and only choose one what would you choose and why
1: That's such a good question. I don't think I'd go into the future, JP, because I'm not sure I really want to find out what's uh, in store for us. I would go back to the 1950s because, only because, I um, I love the movie Greece. I absolutely love that movie and uh, I know that was made in the 1970s, but it was about the 1950s, and I love the fashion, I love the music, um, and it seemed like such a, a simple time, but that's what appeals to me about it. I'd just like to go back and check out what life would be like living in the 1950s.
0: Sarah, where could we hear you on the airways, and where could we hear your podcast?
1: Right, so I am on air news on uh, weekday afternoons, and that's on community stations right around uh, Australia. Or you can hear me on the Food Bites podcast, and that's on all the uh, podcast platforms. We're on Instagram, or you can find the Food Bites uh, podcast on the Food Bites with Sarah Patterson Facebook page. So I'm everywhere. (laughs)
0: Yes, and uh, I'll definitely be uh, listening to that more uh, because uh,
1: I love my food. I love my food a lot. (laughs) I can tell. I can tell. And you had that that little bit of information about the lemon slice. So, yeah, (laughs) I reckon we could talk food all day, you and I, JP. Yes, we can. Sarah,
0: thank you very much for coming on the podcast show. I really appreciate it. Really love chatting with you and really love hearing your story.
1: (laughs) Well, I've had a great time too. Thanks for having me, JP.
0: No worries. And a great chat from Sarah. Thanks for listening to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. See you next week. This has been another episode of the Talk All Things with JP podcast. For more, check us out on Spotify and chuck us a like
1: on Facebook and Instagram.